The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You can not only learn from your mistakes, you can celebrate them. They define who you are and serve as a learning tool to become your most beautiful self ever. Welcome to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting, with your host, Jim Stacy. Jim is the author of 11 books and is here to help you experience the power of the divine deep within yourself. It's inside you. You just have to know where and how to look for it. Now, here is Jim Stacy. And yes, that is exactly what we're all looking for the experience of the divine within us, which is vastly different than anything that religion has ever taught us. Religion always lies about an external God that's angry in some way or another. But if you haven't listened to the last five shows on the hero's journey, today is number six, then I would encourage you to go back and and listen to some of those because this hero's journey is about you. It's about me. It's about all of us taking that journey of departure from what is common, unknown, what's worn out, what doesn't work, and we take that journey into the unknown. And into the unknown is the place where we can awaken our initiation, if you will, but that departure and leaving home is something we all can do. doesn't mean we have to physically leave any place. It means that we leave behind what is too small, what hasn't worked, and we want to know more. So today I'm going to go further with the hero's journey. And then the the third step, I should say, is, of course, the return, the departure, the awakening, and the return. And the last five shows in today have been dealing with that. And actually, we've got several more shows in the future to uh, talk about this very same thing. it's, It's a vastly important subject. So, who are you? Has the most beautiful part of you shown up yet? I would say for none of us, the most beautiful part has not fully been seen. And so what is it about the ordinary that keeps us from knowing and being our most beautiful self? The self that loves, the self that knows who we are, that loves others and contributes to other people's lives, the self that knows that This three-dimensional world is not the only reality, and beyond everything we can see and touch and feel, there are truths, there are energies of of truth and and love and honoring and, and inclusion and compassion, a whole host of things that we can learn to be, that we can choose to be. All we have to do is look deep inside, decide what needs to be let go, and decide what needs to replace what we're letting go. Every one of us have had something of value taken away from us. You've heard me say that before. And what I want to say to you today is whatever it is that's been taken away from you, I promise you, 
you can regain that or you will regain and replace that old part with something that's far better. I promise you, I know by experience, I know it's real, it's happened for me many times. We've all had something of our true self pushed aside by the lies that you're just not good enough, <laughs> you're just too small, you could never do this or that. Those lies sometimes keep us small and take us away from who we truly are. So instead of smallness, let's choose destiny. Let's choose our purpose for being here on this planet. Why did we choose to come to planet Earth for this lifetime? Do you remember? Ah, that is the quest. The freedom to be all that we came here to be. And you know, in all of our awakening, we have to remember that there is no help found anywhere in the religions of men. All religion does is lie to us, clouds our minds and our spirits and our souls with beliefs, with rituals, with fear, with all the things that put, make us small and keep us in a very tight place. Consciousness is not to be found in any soul-binding system of pie-in-the-sky illusions, as I call it. No human being can step into the life-enhancing beauty of living their own purpose for being here when they choose to live in the lies of religion, the religion that tells them that they just aren't good enough. They just need to shut up, believe what they're told, and keep giving their money, of course. So, what is wholeness? That is what we seek. None of us are as whole as we yet will become. None of us. So, beyond the victim energies and the blame and the shame and the guilt, there is so much more. Our dream coming true. Your dream of being the very best possible person that you want to be. So what is it about that dream that you have not yet realized? What is it about that dream to be, to contribute, to know, to experience? What are those parts that are still in the future? And the question is, why are they still in the future? What is it that we have to do to claim and then to step into and experience all that we've dreamed of? It's there, and it is coming for all of us that will just simply follow a few spiritual practices. But we do it in our own way. We don't follow somebody else. I don't ever want anybody following me. I've told you that several times. No, this is your journey. This is your test. It's your departure. It's your awakening. And I can give you some help and support along the way, but no, let's choose for ourselves. And then, as we share our journey, we can celebrate each other. Never look back to what could have been. Always look forward to what can be. And as somebody said, life has two rules. <laughs> number one, never quit. Number two, Always remember rule number one. <laughs> I love that one. Never quit. Always keep seeking. Seeking to know more, to understand more, to become more. And we never look back to what could have been, but forward to all the possibilities that we have not yet seen. So a couple of questions I left with you on a previous show. Just want to remind us of a couple of them. Number one, who are you right now? 
in this moment, how would you describe or define yourself? Is there any part of yourself that you'd like to leave behind on your journey to wholeness? And yet we know that there's no part of ourselves that we can leave behind. But the power is we can look at it, we can step into it, we can own every part, every mistake, everything that we've been ashamed of. We can own it. Yes, I did that. Yes, that was me. Maybe there's some parts of me still that way today. But you know what? I am choosing every day to get beyond that. I'll own all my shadow. There's nothing in my past that's going to hold me back because I'm going to admit it. And when I admit it, therein I find the power to step beyond it and to become more. So what is the greatest challenge, the greatest quest for the human being? Well, we could probably define that in several different ways, but I say perhaps our greatest challenge in knowing who we truly are is to experience the divine within us. And again, I'm not talking about some angry God. I'm talking about the source of all the universe, the source of life, the source of love, the source of compassion, the source of oneness, the source of, of inclusion. We're all included at the table of the divine. And next week, I have a very special guest on the show that I want to be sure to tune in if you can, Dr. Neil Douglas Klotz, my Aramaic's mentor, who was my uh, led the first intensive of my doctoral studies years ago. He is a guest on my show, already pre-recorded for next week. You will enjoy hearing what he says about being included at the table of the divine. One of the things I said to him right on the show, he never heard me say it before, but I thanked him for something he said during that first intensive. When he said we're all welcome at the table of the divine, our light side, our shadow side, and I said, what in the world is that about? I'd always been taught by religion, oh, no, no, you can't uh, you know, bring your, your garbage, you can't bring your wickedness, or your no, no. And he looked at me and said, yes, Jim, the Aramaic teaches very clearly, Jesus, Yeshua taught, we bring all of ourselves to the table, the shadow and the light. Every part is welcome because the dark side parts, the shadow parts, are there to be transformed. The light side parts are there to be celebrated. And I found that in that moment, in that intensive, many years ago, I found a huge step forward, a huge step forward for my own awakening. And when I realized that the real divine is not that God up in the sky, no way, no how, but the real one was inside, waiting for me to experience that, to wake up and to realize all that I can be and all that I am right now, but I just don't understand it all. So, the hero's journey. I deeply appreciate Bill Moyers. So most of you know who he is. And he and interviewed uh, Joseph Campbell years ago on a very powerful book called The Power of Myth. Joseph Campbell had written books like The Hero with a Thousand Faces. He wrote a book called Thou Art That, an interesting one for sure. And he wrote books about the myths as being the masks of the divine. 
and how powerful Joseph Campbell wrote and spoke. And at the very essence of it all, what he said was to find the power of the divine, the male and female energies of the real divine source of life deep inside of ourselves. And when I read that and saw that in his works, I salute Bill Moyers and I salute Joseph Campbell. So here we are talking about the hero's journey. The hero, again, is you. The hero is me. The hero is any human being that says, I've had enough of smallness. I've had enough of questions that I have no answers for. I've had enough, and I am going to find it in whatever way, whether reading books, whether hearing lectures, whether meditating or talking to others, or whatever way it is. You get to choose and be paying attention to all the insights that are trying to get your attention. My friends, all we have to do is ask. Help me understand what I need to know about myself. And then I promise you, and I've had this happen so many times, within just a very short time, the same day, the next day, or two or three, whatever, something I see, maybe on a billboard, maybe something that somebody says, maybe something I see on television, something I read in a book, or just thoughts that come to me through my intuition. I receive insight to every question that I ask. I just need to be open and learn how to see it, learn how to find it. My friends, it's there for you. It's there for me. Experiencing the divine within. It's like something that calls to us as a very loud whisper coming from somewhere just over the horizon. And yet, it's always much closer to us than we know. The departure is urging us onward in our pursuit of the treasure we've been told is not there, though we absolutely know it is. <laughs> and I love that. The treasure, some people say, oh, it's not there, it's not there. Excuse me, I know it's there, and I am going to find it. I deserve it. I am going to be my most beautiful self. I will. Just watch me do it. And so, that's how it begins. Show me, help me, and we step into practicing what our intuition tells us, learning to trust our intuition, learning to hear that silent voice inside that we know is directing us on our path. So the quest for the divine within. We'll continue with all that right after this break. is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles, and you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. 
Jim Stacy's first book, Liberating Jesus from Christianity, Healing from the Fear and Shame of Religious Dogma, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are a part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Liberating Jesus from Christianity. Available right now on Amazon.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Again, that's thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. And yes, I would encourage you to send me that message. I'm sure there are things that I say that you might wonder about. Please Go to the email, thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Send me that question. Send me that challenge. Send me anything. And I deeply appreciate those of you who have sent me messages about how what I've been sharing has helped them begin to heal and to grow beyond where they thought they could ever be. I'm delighted to be of service to you. So please tell me what it is you wonder about or what it is you appreciate. So back to experiencing the divine within us, that quest to know our most beautiful self. That quest, as I said, is calling to us. It's like a scene that opens before us as if we were walking in a vast desert of sand mountains everywhere our eyes can see. Loudly and yet silently, the desire to be all that we can be calls us onward calls us to find that elusive treasure somewhere amidst the sculptures of sand carved by the winds of time. You are a sculpture being carved, but you get to choose what you're going to look like. And yet from that desert of sand before us, there's a sparkling radiance that comes and visits our eyes as reflections of the sun dance upon those grains of sand, delightfully reminding us that there's always more. It, it, it's yet unknown gifts. The unknown gifts in our beautiful self is, they're, they're all there, still beckoning to us with a mystery that carries us further on our journey, never turning back, whether a barren landscape or majestic mountains and streams or whatever it is before us, we can continue our journey beyond the lens of our consciousness, beyond the minds that have been closed, we are compelled onward to find that treasure that we know deep inside is there. Our journey unfolds. And it was Luke Skywalker from the famous Star Wars series that I've been talking about as well. Luke Skywalker and all the Star Wars uh, movies were built upon Joseph Campbell's hero with a thousand faces, and power of myth and other things that he wrote. And Luke Skywalker and Jesus, or Yeshua, have a great deal in common. I'll bet you've never heard anybody say that. 
<laughs> but when I watched the last, the, the latest Star Wars film, I saw it. And George Lucas had said that he knew that in all of his movies and all that he had experienced and all that he appreciated Joseph Campbell for, for writing, he knew that there was something he hadn't quite gotten to yet. And so he got some help. And with that additional help, I don't remember the name of the person, but you'll see it on the movie screen, who helped Joseph Campbell, I'm sorry, who helped George Lucas further understand what Joseph Campbell said. And in this last movie, we see it. It is so powerful and so beautiful because what George Lucas had not fully brought forth was the power of the divine feminine. And in this movie, if you've seen it, you know. And I don't remember the, uh, the name of the, of the character, but she came forth. She slew Darth Vader number two. And she went to find Luke Skywalker, who was the last of the Jedi, supposedly. And he was hiding out somewhere in the universe, awaiting his possibility of returning. And yet... The negative powers of the enemy had to be destroyed. And this feminine, this young girl, was proved to be so powerful. She knew who she was, and she knew what had to be done. And she jumped in that spacecraft and flew at the speed of light, and she found Luke Skywalker. And that last scene of the movie is worth going to see. I won't spoil it for you if you haven't seen it, but what she offered to Luke Skywalker, we know now that what he said and what Jesus taught are the same. You can claim the power of who you are. And you, whether you've departed as the prodigal son and learned and awakened, and now is the time for you to return. We all know which step we're in, and we all know when it's going to happen for us and how it unfolds. <clears throat> but the power of myth is so magnificent. And that's what Joseph Campbell brought out in his books and in the Star Wars we see it. What is the next step for Luke Skywalker? The same as it was for Jesus. The prodigal son learned and then he returned. We all return. But what is the beauty of that? The beauty of returning is the message that we have to share. The beauty of returning is who we are, yes, but it's more than that, because who we are and our message are the same. We must embody the truth. And as we return, who we are is reflected in the message that we have. And we have to speak this to others. You can be. Here's what happened to me. Here's what I've learned. Here are the principles involved. How can I support you in finding your most beautiful self? So, enough of that for right now. But what is that treasure? that is there deep inside of you. What does that look like? What does the you that returns look like? How is it possible that we'll be able to find that? How will we know where to dig, shall we say? Will we find it, or we, will we be disappointed once again? All of these questions and more race across our minds, our strongest desire to know is always penetrated with a twinge of doubt here and there, sometimes making it all seem like the unreachable dream. My friends, 
to know who you are is not an unreachable dream. It's there, and you can find it. We know, and yet we wonder, as we dance with both you know, the dance of human experience, wondering what we will find, yet knowing we will no longer accept what has been. That pipe dream is that it is real and it's not real all at the same time. But everything that we leave behind and replace and transform will prove to be deeply satisfying. Your time has come. If there's something deep inside of you resonating with what I'm saying, you know there's more. and You know you're going to find it. Your time has come. Ask for the next step. It will be revealed to you. But to actually experience the divine within, here and now, inside of you, outside of you, and all around you, the divine as being everywhere, all at the same time, is the experience you're headed for right now, in this moment, and in every moment yet to be experienced. Knowing the divine within you is your destiny. Let's explore this together. Let's keep walking together through the doubts and the delights of human experience and the discovery of that divine oasis in the desert of human drama. The greatest treasure you will ever experience in this lifetime is the treasure of yourself. I hope you heard that. Take that deep within. The greatest treasure you will ever find is you. Beyond all that you've been lied to, beyond what you believe, beyond what you uh, have not yet understood, beyond it all, there is more. And that is the treasure that the hero leaves home, departs to discover. And what he learns is how to give birth to a new self. How to find that new self. How to be that new self. So what is that new self that's beckoning you? The new self that is saying, come, come on, you'll find me. I'm here. Keep looking. No, I'm not playing hide and seek with you. Just waiting for you to open and open some more. And I am here. The desert in the human drama has always been a barren place where few, if any, distractions are found, where our shadow revealed by the blazing sunshine of consciousness is what we notice the most. Light always creates shadows. And the same is true of our inner landscape, where the divine real reveals to us the parts of ourself that are awaiting us to call them forth, the parts of ourself that are waiting for us to choose, to, to replace and transform, and then to embody and it works kind of like this. I find something negative, something in myself, I'm my shadow part that's not really something I want to talk about. And so I look at it. Anyway, I say, come on, step up here. I want to look at you. You can do this all by yourself. What is that energy? Why did I lie? Why did I steal? Why did I criticize? Why did I make that mistake or this mistake? What was going on? Look at it. Own it. Just say, yes, I did that. And then say, what is it that I want 
to have happened inside of me that replaces all those negative energies. And so I look at one negative. I say, okay, I'm done with you. It's time for you to leave. And here is what I'm replacing you with. And I write it down. I speak it out. I choose then to embody it. Then I get some help. My best friend, a partner, a special significant other, whatever. And I say, this is what I want to embody. This is what I want to have as a real issue in my life that replaces all of the old energies. Will you help me? You don't have to do it for me. No, no. I'm going to do it. But when you see me wavering back and forth, remind me. When you see this new energy coming forth, tell me and support me in that. And we can get our best friends and our, and our family and whoever else might be. Maybe it's a personal family, not blood relatives. And we can do this together. We do need each other. I'll be right back in two minutes. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Jim Stacy's first book, Liberating Jesus from Christianity, Healing from the Fear and Shame of Religious Dogma, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are a part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Liberating Jesus from Christianity. Available right now on Amazon.com. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles. And you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. Be Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Again, that's thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. So we're working on finding the treasure, the treasure of our most beautiful self. Our job in this desert of the human drama is to see beyond the things that are external, to see beyond a sun in the sky or a moon or stars, and to see who it is that we are, the divine light that is within us, because it's there. And as Yeshua taught, said, the divine or the light within you is your essence. Now that was all covered up by the church. They never teach this because they don't know how to find it. Oh, they, oh, you can't say that because, oh, that, that's just pride and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Yeshua taught it. He said, 
The divine within you is the essence of who you are. It's our divinity within us that gives us the amazing power and privilege to call forth the shadow, our own black hole of divine potential. But how can this be? Well, the Aramaic Jesus talked about this, this internal birthing process, and compared it to the creation of the universe when the divine called forth light from the darkness that had covered everything. And for details on this, my guest next week, Dr. Neil Douglas Klotz, wrote a book called Genesis Meditations. And in that, he says very clearly, the shadow within us is not something called sin. It isn't. There's no such thing. There's no word for sin or hell in the Aramaic language. You've heard me say that. And the religion of, of Christianity purposely contorted and distorted through theology and dogma, what Yeshua really taught. They'd rather teach dualism, where God's over here, the divine's over here, and you're over here, and you're separate, and you're never, ever going to be, oh, really? No, Yeshua said we're one. We are one right now. Isn't it amazing how religion has distorted what Yeshua taught? It is beliefs in dogma that take the divine away from us rather than connecting us to our source, the very source of our breath, the very source of our heartbeat, the very source of what we call life within us. Have you ever asked yourself, deep inside every atom of your body, there's protons, electrons, and neutrons, and what are they doing? They're flying around and round and round the nucleus of that, uh, of that atom. Where does that energy come from? Every atom in you is alive with energy. Where did that energy come from? Well, that energy comes from the sacred breath. Breath, every breath we take is a connection with divine energy. Oh, every breath is not just oxygen, as we've been told. Oh, it is that. But what is oxygen? Nobody asks that question. But oxygen into the bloodstream, into every molecule and cell and atom of our body, every breath brings us the renewed energy to keep those electrons, protons, and neutrons flying around at an immense speed. What else could that be but the divine life within us? When we take our first breath after we are given birth, that is when we become alive. Before we're an organism of cells, yes, a heart is beating, yes, but is there the divine energy of the human in that yet? Well, actually, no. It isn't until we take our first breath that we become a living human being, the divine in human form. So think about that. Every breath we take replenishes and sustains the life that is within every atom. That life is the divine within us. Why are vision quests usually pursued in the desert? Why not in downtown Manhattan, you might say? But it's true that vision quests many times are, most of the time, are done in a place where we are able to get away from all the noise and the busyness and the distractions in the three-dimensional world. Is the divine only to be found in the desert? No, of course not. Is that the most likely place? No, not true. 
But what is required of us in the pursuit of the divine within? What's required is that we remove ourselves from distractions and distortions as much as possible. Not because the divine is only found in isolation. No, 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 it's always within. But since we're so used to the infinite number of daily distractions, it's very difficult, if not impossible, for the average person to get free enough from those distractions that a deep inner personal revelation or a vision can occur there. The desert is a great place where human fabrications, activities, human pursuits, annoyances can all be put aside temporarily that we might experience what is real, what is still, what is powerfully quiet and immensely fulfilling. Can we find, know, and experience the divine in the midst of daily distractions? Of course, but it's not going to happen very easily until we first learned to find that reality within and become familiar with that experience. Our addiction to filling our sight with things must be exchanged for the time when, in the midst of almost nothing, we can truly see everything. I hope you heard that. We must learn to exchange what we see with our eyes to know what it's like to see everything that is behind the physical images. I know that my life was a smorgasbord of distractions from the days of early childhood all the way to many decades later and beyond. And all those years, I had to fill my life with whatever distracted me from the inner pain. Oh, I did that. I never knew peace as a child or as an adult for a long, long time. I lived with one pain-numbing distraction to another and another. I learned that there's no healing to be found in distractions. But then what? Distractions are only mirages of, in the desert of pain that appear momentarily and then are gone without satisfying my deepest inner need. Participating in distractions to overcome the pain is like talking, I'm sorry, like taking an aspirin or two or more over and over again as a cure for one of the worst diseases we could ever have, or any disease. Now, we can take aspirins over and over again. Will that cure pneumonia? No. Distractions cannot heal nor overcome the causes of the pain we feel. The pain will continue until we discover what I call an oasis of transformation and learn to experience the divine within what has been our personal desert, shall we say. I'd begun to awake just a few years earlier than an experience that I'm going to share with you. But in all my experiences of trying to cure my inner diseases in all the wrong ways, I came to the place where I knew it was time to take action. As I realized the nature of my terminal condition of failed distractions, I decided one day that I must find a way to heal. I knew that if I didn't find healing, I would die much sooner than I wanted to. As a glimpse of divine light came into my consciousness through studying and embodying the words of the Aramaic Yeshua, I began a process of healing that was totally new to me, and yet I knew I had to act. I wasn't even talking about my most beautiful self then. I didn't even know about that. But even though I didn't understand everything before me, 
I had to act. And I can only speak of my process. Your process, if you choose to do this work, may look similar, but it'll be different as far as the details are concerned. Yet in principle, it'll be the same because we're all spirit beings temporarily in a human body having a human experience as we seek for the deeper truths of divine connection. What if the reason we have come to the planet is to learn that we're not separate? What if we've come to this place where we've been taught separation, but we've come to realize and experience and discover that we are not separate? Wow, I say yes. That is what we're here for. And you will have the most meaningful experiences that meets your needs and your quest because the divine always meets us right where we are and in ways that best communicate to us a love and an experience of love that is far more magnificent than we've ever known. I knew that this depth work would require an extended time away from the distractions of my daily routines. This has been true also for all of those I know who've done their inner transformative work. After making a list of all my favorite distractions, I knew I had to create some kind of a sacred ceremony where I was alone with the divine in a place where there was no other people around. And so, to the desert, I went. I cleared my schedule, bought a ticket, made preparation to go on this quest, and I flew to the Baja Peninsula of Mexico. And then I rented a car, and I drove down to the tip of the Baja, Cabo San Lucas. Yes, it was a resort, and I wasn't there for that. But after I rented the car and drove down there, checked into that resort, immediately I went to find a place to do my work. This was not a vacation. After driving around for several hours, I found the place I needed. There, the desert was not just a barren sand dune. I found a place where there were bushes and scrubby underbrush from knee-high to several feet tall. But I walked through the maze of shrubs until I found a secluded place where I could shut out the whole world. I could hear the ocean waves crashing about a hundred yards away, and there I chose to sit in the sand alone. I knew that this was going to take time, and I purposed in my heart that I would go there every day and sit alone in the hot desert as long as I could, find a shady place, take some water, of course, and yet I was not going to leave because it became uncomfortable. And there I felt like I was the only person on the planet. Driving back to the hotel, I knew I had to shut out all distractions. And there in my room, I pulled the shades, opened myself up to help through meditation, and went to bed early. At dawn, I was driving to my spot in the desert about eight miles away. At arriving, I found that special place amongst the shrubs as the sun came up. I began my process of emptying. Emptying is the Aramaic teaching, the concept of prayer. Emptying is letting go of all that is keeping me from realizing what I need or want. Prayer is asking for all kind of stuff. No, but emptying is clearing the way for all those things to come. And after sitting there in meditation for a long time, I knew I needed to build a structure I called it a little altar, 
upon which I could put all the things that I was emptying from deep within. I'll tell you more about that in just a couple of minutes. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles, and you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. Jim Stacy's first book, Liberating Jesus from Christianity, Healing from the Fear and Shame of Religious Dogma, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are a part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Liberating Jesus from Christianity. Available right now on Amazon.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Again, that's thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. And so we all have the privilege and perhaps the responsibility of emptying those distractions, of taking those out, choosing to let them go. And that's what this quest is about. For we will never discover the divine within us until we are able to empty ourselves of the distractions that we have used to just somehow keep us involved in this thing called life. There's more. There's more to come. And so... I looked around myself there in that desert place and I found about a dozen or more stones that were willing, I say, to assist me. And I placed each one with intention and I piled them up in my little sacred amphitheater there in the bushes. The emptying process required a sacred ceremony uniquely created for that task. There's no manual or instructions for what that includes or how to do it because the spirit within you is is our only guide. The details of that process I won't include here. They're too special or sacred at least to speak of, nor are they for those who may not be interested. But my process continued every day, all day, in the hot sun for a week. That work has continued within me for over 20-some years since that time. I'm not alone, and I'm not done with the work. Nor do I expect to ever be done, because there's always more. There's always more to empty. And in that, those processes, there in the shrubbery, 
I would just say, okay, I choose to empty myself of this, whatever it was, from choosing to pursue this as a distraction, whatever and whatever that was, and I, I empty that. I, I take it out. I let it go. I choose to replace that. And it's that kind of work that we can do. There's all kinds of fears and habits that need to go. There's seemingly an endless list of ego stuff that must be emptied. Distractions like pain, anger, seeking sex without love, excuses, reactions. Maybe it's blame or hurt. Maybe it's dogma, beliefs that don't really work for us. Pride, entitlements, old patterns, things that we've allowed to be substitutes for presence and substitutes for connection. Then there were my plans, my desires, my hopes, my possessions, my understandings, my views and definitions that had to be reviewed and emptied. I must empty myself of all but love and begin rebuilding from that foundation. Jesus, Yeshua, had far more in mind than just dogma. He had in mind for us a spiritual transformation, a transformation that takes us from the old into the celebration and the dancing with delight as we find our most beautiful self. The emptying process is also a renouncing of what has been more distracting than helpful. This process is a, in a, the practical demonstration of what I call the old word that we hear about repenting, whatever. Well, repent doesn't mean what the religion of Christianity tells us. It doesn't involve shame at all or guilt or whatever. It just simply says, you know, I need to make a 180 degree turn here. I've been doing this, but I'm going to choose this. I'm going to walk in the opposite direction. That's what it means. And the Aramaic sense of repent means to return home, to come back to what I knew when I came here, <clears throat> to return to what I know I truly am and what I choose to be. And in that circling around and that returning, in the direction from which I have come, I recognize that I've been traveling in the wrong direction, and I make a U-turn. It's that simple. No shame or guilt, just saying, I'm going to choose what's better. This is truly the meaning of that we were told, what, what uh, Yeshua said in the story of the prodigal son that I mentioned, where the son left home, wasted his time, did a whole bunch of things and false pursuits and silliness and whatever else. It was not just that he went away and got lost and had to get saved. That's not it at all. It wasn't about that. It was about a conscious and a continuous choice to live in a different energy than he had been living. And the same is true for us. A constant process of emptying and filling again, of turning around and heading home. My friends, to head home doesn't mean to go away or to die or whatever else. Not at all. To head home means, to return home means that we return to knowing and being who we truly are. Returning home to who we came here to be. Both the difficult and delightful work of transformation continues for all of us. 
To know the divine within us is not a simple, easy process, but it is the work at times. It is a delightful, incredibly beautiful process, a process of finding who we are and then being that with absolute delight. We turn around, we empty, we turn around again, again, and wait until we see more. It's that new self that we're awakening to. Again, no such thing as that silly word sin is, is involved here. Nothing at all, nothing to be ashamed of, nothing to hide. It's in awakening and choosing to reclaim what we've lost, our divine self. We must learn to empty all that blocks our connection with the divine within. The work is never done in this lifetime. There's always more. And the process and the practice of finding our most beautiful self is that sacred space inside. And then what? Well, as I said, there's always more. But remember this, that emptiness is gaining something, not losing. To empty something and let it go isn't losing anything. That just opens the door for us to have the power to choose what we want to replace the old with. Emptiness is not gaining. By emptying, by putting things aside, saying, I'm leaving this behind, we create space inside that puts us in touch with the infinite possibilities of the universe itself, the divine, the source of all life. And it is only through emptying that I can become what I have not yet been. What do I choose? What I want is up to me. And as a part of the divine, I get to create new life out of the darkness of my shadow self. I get to become what I know that I've come here to be and to do. I call forth light out of the darkness, just like the divine did in creation. For darkness is a treasure. The darkness is a gold mine. It was Campbell who said, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. Darkness is not something to be afraid of. The shadow within is potential. The shadow is a part of me. The shadow is here to teach me. And you can go back to previously archived shows where I talked about claiming the gifts and pain and suffering, owning our shadow, dancing in our imperfections. They're all there. You can go back and find them anytime. Remember, your potential is far more beautiful than you have ever imagined. Far more. No one can choose to live for me. It's my life, and I alone get to create and become the self that I want to be. Distractions or potential. Distractions or divine connection. If I want the dark side, I'll have it. If I choose to walk in the light and become my fullest sacred self, I will have that. And remember, it was Yoda of Star Wars that said, it's the fear of losing that takes us to the dark side. My friends, I have much more to share with you on this subject in the days to come. I'll take a break for a few weeks. I have some very special guests coming on, and I will be back with you and with part number 9 or 10 or whatever it is, and we will continue the hero's journey. You are in process of finding your most beautiful self. I will catch up with you next week. Thank you for tuning into the program today. 
Please join Jim Stacy for another edition of Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting, next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This week, let the divine work for you and with you. You're bound to experience a new life.